Welcome to Nerd Critic, a podcast about movies from the dual perspective of critical nerdiness. I am here with Jordan, our studied and credentialed critic. That's correct. Yes. And that's correct, and, CJ, yeah. our resident nerd. Which you're with CJ, which is me. But yes, but but we're not the most important people in the room today. That's true. Uh, it's rarely true, but today it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're here with, uh, we, well, well. first we have to say what we're talking about because it makes sense that they are here, okay? We are here today to pander. Uh, we're Should talking, we be silent? We're ta- yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, ladies. Don't talk yet. We'll, we'll stay silent until the introduction. <laughs> ladies, please do not speak until you're spoken to. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it going. You tell us what we're talking about today. Awesome. Uh, Go for it. Uh, Well, first of all, who are you? Yeah. (laughs) I'm Mallory Fusella. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm Cassidy Davis. And I'm Mallory Fusella. And we're the stars of Adulting Web Series. And we're here to boss the boys around today. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, it's our podcast now, Nerd Um, nerd Critics. We are here. (laughs) You, uh, the, the reason that I specifically brought you two on, uh, was one, because you were willing to do it, but also... Always. (laughs) Willing to do anything. Also, uh, Cassidy and I used to work together, and she was very, very, very passionate about women working in film and representation and all of that, so what, uh, what a better guest to come on when we're talking about Wonder Woman. Maybe Gal Gadot. Uh, yeah, she's I, all right. I, I would argue not, actually. <laughs> I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. I would uh, I'd say there are, there are other guests. No, all right. All right. Yeah, I'm convinced. I will battle Gal Gadot yeah. today. Uh, so, yeah. So, Cassidy, what uh, what specifically like drove you? Because adulting is starring women. Yes. Directed by a woman. Yes. Uh, written, written by, by women. women. I mean, it's all the whole the whole production. What inspired you to do that? Um, well, there's been a wave happening in Hollywood right now. I think we're all aware of it, of like women kind of telling their own stories, um, like Big Little Lies. There's this, just this big wave of uh, women kind of creating their own work, telling their own work, directing, and really standing up for themselves in the industry. Um, and I really wanted to ride that wave as well. I think it's a really special thing. Um, and when we have the ability and the power to make those decisions as producers of who we're going to hire and who we're going to put in the ring with us, um, I think it's really important to take the time needed to uh, make the community around you what you want it to be, especially when um, you're the one who has the ability to do that. So season one, we wanted it to be fem- female filmmakers. Um, and we wanted to surround ourselves with as many women as possible. But um, we didn't make a huge, I didn't make a huge effort to do that because it's moving so quickly in the indie in the indie world right we don't have a lot of money we're moving really fast and you don't always have the chance to hire a woman when it's like oh you're texting your friend and they're like oh I know a guy oh he'll do it right mm-hmm. and so I sort of realized that you have to stop the circle you have to stop the chain and make that extra effort to hire women and it might make it might mean like an extra meeting here and there it might mean someone you never worked with before but when I didn't stop the chain it was all of a sudden, two women and ten men, and then season two, we like really made an effort to be like we are hiring almost all women if we can, um, and it did require a lot more meetings, a lot more prep work, a lot more in that sort of way. But um, we had probably a crew of like over thirty people, and only one was a straight mi- white male, which I'm really proud of. Yeah. And he wasn't a department head, which I also think is really important because <laughs> <laughs> I think some some shows are like we only hire women except the men run it, and I'm right. like the that women ran it count yeah no, exactly yeah. the women ran it and the only, there was only one straight white guy and that man was 
Adam Sandler, and he was your water boy. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> he wrote all the jokes. No, no he, he did not. No male wrote jokes. No. Well, that's, that's really cool. I know that because I had the wonderful pleasure of being an extra. Didn't, oh, didn't, yeah. didn't know if you know, knew this, Jordan. I did not know uh, But that. I, I was an extra uh, in a in, – can I, can I say the scene? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I was, I was an extra in a house party. And uh, they had me uh, kind of infatuated with a girl, and I was I was standing there, and you have to, you know, you're an extra, you stand in a very specific spot, <laughs> and you do very specific things, and you don't get in the way, and they're just the like the women ran the show. I mean, you guys were hollering to each other. There was one, <laughs> everyone stay quiet. <laughs> uh, there was, I mean, it was it was really cool to see a very very well oiled machine, and I think I think that I was. Uh, I came in kind of late on the shooting. I was mm-hmm. in the latter half of the of the days, so you kind of had some time to get into the swing of things, and you killed it, and it was amazing. It was really, really cool to witness. That's and really nice, and that's a really it. nice note. We heard that a little bit, like, um, with people coming on for, like, day like day players or, yeah. and whatnot about how we'd be like, you look beautiful, you look beautiful, you look beautiful. Okay, get to work! <laughs> and it's all women, so it's never like, oh, this white man is yelling at me again. It's yeah. like, oh, that's my best friend, and she's telling me to get, like, stop complimenting and get to shape. I guess I really you know? do suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a really nice note. Yeah, I was saying it was really fun in that way, because we'd be like, all right, queen, get that apple box and bring it over here, and then, like, when we get a crunch time, we'd be like, everyone shut up! Oh, and we're also like, we Lifting, like, you know, lots of weight, too. Like, we were doing all the roles, which I think is also important. Yes. Um, And it's not just, like, we we eventually, like, you know, we don't want an all-female set to be like, we hate men. No. It's not about that. It's (laughs) about, like, giving the opportunities that are definitely there for equally talented (laughs) women um, who just haven't had the opportunity yet because of the way the industry's run for so long that on this level they can come in and we can get... An all-female crew, you know? And, yeah, yeah, I wish it wasn't that way, but it kind of has to be that way at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think statistically they're outnumbered, right? So if you go to hire a DP, you'll have, like, 100 men and, like, five women. And it was just about us really choosing to give that woman a shot. And what our DP fought for, which I really loved, is that not only was she hired as a woman, and we said we're really trying to emphasize female crew, so if you have any other female crew you can hire, we'd really love and appreciate that. And she was like, yes, I'll do that, and I'll do you one better. I want all the assistants to every department head to also be a woman because then they will grow up and be the next department head, and they'll know how to do it. And I was like, I freaking love that so yeah. yeah it was a very it was a very cool like cool vibe to be a part of when you're like yeah. looking around and you're like oh my gosh this is so cool yeah that's really cool uh, and I'm excited that you guys are here to talk about uh, very potentially the most significant longest lasting pop culture female icon uh, in Wonder Woman mm-hmm. which was also it's not only starring a woman uh, but it was directed by Patty Jenkins mm-hmm. uh, and written by four white men so <laughs> we ignore that part. We ignore that part. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea. Um, there are no, there are no women writers. No. <laughs> yeah, women can't write. CJ, they're not, they're not funny. Uh, I've never seen a they're script written by a women woman. Women also Have can't you? read, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe they could write if they if could they could read. read. Right. Thank you, Jordan. I mean, it's the circle. It's the circle. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I say we, I say we jump into it. Yeah, let's jump yeah. into it. Well, yeah. so first of all, um, I, uh, I think that was a, a pretty adequate introduction of Wonder Woman. The most, what would, what, how did you put it? The most famous, long lasting. I, I don't remember. I don't remember um, what you said. I, I, Anyways, good. Just, yeah. just rewind and listen to it again if you need to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, 
everybody except for me, I think, is going to talk about, or maybe at least CJ, I don't know how you guys, how versed you guys are in comic book lore. I'm not, as we have very well established <laughs> in this show, and I have not gotten any better since we started. Um, so as far as, like, where Wonder Woman came from, hmm. how yeah. she got to be a thing... I don't know who in this room is qualified to talk about that. Mm. I'm not. So I pass the <laughs> I pass the mic to whoever else. I'll take this one. Okay. Please tell me the history of Wonder Woman, Cassie. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you if it's Marvel or DC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you take okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I at least know that. <laughs> All right, I will. CJ, I can tell take you. Take the a, take I, the mic, so yes, to speak. I yeah. can tell you a thing or two. Um, so, so Wonder Woman is a kind of a fascinating case study. I don't know if you guys, there was a movie uh, about the creation of Wonder Woman, and it followed the guy who, who created him, uh, or created her. His name is William uh, Marston. Uh, he went by Charles, uh, Charles Moulton in the comics. Like, oh. that's his, like, pseudonym? Pseudonym, yeah. Pseudonym. Uh, and so uh, he actually had, this was 19, this is the 40s, remember. Mm-hmm. He had a wife. And then he had a domestic partner who uh, I think history has kind of made clear that she was uh, just a a third member of the marriage. Uh, He had kids with both of them. Um, They, yeah, like, and she, and she uh, raised the kids, the the domestic partner, her name was Olivia Byrne. She raised the kids and then Elizabeth, the wife, had a career. Uh, And so it was this really, really... I, I don't know what your world views are, but a lot of people say a progressive lifestyle uh, for the 40s. And he has he k- takes kind of a, a bad rap because of that situation. But he was really, really into uh, women's rights. He thought that women are superior to men and that they should have more power than, than men have. Uh, he was also into bondage. So that makes it super, super <laughs> weird and like the line gets gray and a lot of people think that that the the creation of Wonder Woman is, is kind of based out of these, out of basically a, a sexual icon, but the it's not mm-hmm. the case. He has a, a quote, a famous quote that is really, really cool. He said, not even girls want to be girls so long as our feminine archetype lacks force, strength, and power. Not wanting to be girls, they don't want to be tender, submissive, peace-loving as g- good women are. Women's strong qualities have become despised because of their weakness. The obvious remedy is to create a feminine character with all the strength of Superman plus all the allure of a good and beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. So that was that was kind of the the honestly I think very pure reasoning for creating Wonder Woman. So she was created um, she was created during World War II, uh, and she was a kind of an amalgamation of the the qualities of the wife and the domestic partner. Uh, and that's she came to life and was an absolute instant hit, uh, and and she kind of went from there. Hmm. So there you go. That's wow. Just way more than I knew. Me too. There's so I, much more. Than I knew. My so notes go on and on and on, <laughs> but I think that that's a pretty good introduction. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's a great yeah. introduction. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm curious uh, because I, I talked to my wife about the movie Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. um, and she if I don't I think most people know she works at DC with me. Uh, by the way, Wonder Woman is DC. 
Ah, so, yeah. Knew it. Yep. So, Nailed yeah. it. Uh, and so, um, so uh, yeah, my wife and I, uh, we both work at DC, and so I was curious about kind of her take from the, or the Wonder Woman movie. Uh, I asked her, one, did it make you, like, proud to be a woman? And she said mm-hmm. yes. And I said, two, did it, like, light you up and give you, you know, kind of an umph in your life? And she said no. I would agree 100%. Okay. Tell me about it. <laughs> um, okay. So the first one was, did it give you, were you like happy about it and proud of it? Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, well, that fight scene, right? It's like all women, stage combat, a stage combat female director, like Mm -hmm. such a cool scene. I think it's the most women ever on screen at once. Mm -hmm. So when I knew that going into the movie, I was like, that is so cool. I love that. I have so much support and appreciation. But to the latter part of the question, it's like, no, because I've always had that, like, Mm -hmm. we've been raised women, so like... I, it didn't inspire me to be like, now, okay, now's the moment I'm going to go be like that. It's like, no, I've always been that. And mm-hmm. this movie just shed light on it in a way that was uh, really great for both genders to, I think, appreciate. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't say that was like necessarily a failing of the movie. Not at all. But just that you were already there. So it's like inviting you to a room you're already like living in. Correct. And I'm not surprised that another strong, great woman said that same thing. It's yeah. overdue, I think. Yeah. And so it's hard for us to feel like this is what I've always dreamed of. It's like, yeah, this is our this is our life. This is a lot of women in my life are yeah. so resilient and so strong and so powerful. It's like yeah. Great. That's great. so great That's to it. see on screen. And that's <laughs> yeah. why the first part I'm like, yeah. And yeah. the second part Very I'm cool like see it on screen. Great. Yeah. Good. Let's keep the work going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so was Wonder Woman a good movie? Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so, too. I think so, um, not even in terms of, like, script and character and all that sort of thing, but what it meant to the society of for that movie to be on screen and for it to do well, I think, is very cool. I know I purposely went. I don't really go to see a lot of movies, and I definitely don't go to see a lot of superhero movies. Same way, yeah. Unless- CJ, we made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of the podcast, and um, thanks for having us. <laughs> thanks so much for having us. <laughs> But I know, like, I made a point to go buy a ticket opening weekend because I wanted to, like, show whoever that, like, this content matters, this representation matters, right. and there's a market for it, and it will be successful. It will make its money back. Like, we need more. This can't be the one and done. Totally. Movie. Yeah. You know? Totally. I agree 100%. Hmm. All right. Did you guys think it was a good movie? Yes. You don't have to say yes. Well, no, we can I mean, also talk about I, so I, 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 I say, like, my, so... Right after it came out, right after I saw it, uh, it was it was the 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 shortest summary I could I could muster was that it was the best movie DC had done in its current run, hmm. and that DC had set such a low bar that it didn't need to be that great hmm. to be great, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to really blow people away because they were coming off of a pretty spectacular series of failures uh, creatively, and oh, wow. so um, Wonder Woman was pretty good, and so it was amazing. Because of that right. sort of comparison, okay. that was my that was the shortest kind of like, you know, sure summary yeah. that I could give it. And moment. it's riding this feminist wave, so it's going to be that much. Yeah, more so amazing. it was it was super right. it was super relevant. It was kind of long overdue. It was yeah. kind of like why hasn't Marvel done this already? Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like there was this there's a lot of that kind of going on. So you know, it, it, it kind of was able to catch like a really good zeitgeist. Yeah. and deliver something that was really very satisfying to people. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, any any um, reservations or, or outright gripes I have about the script or the story or the way things were handled, which I do want to get into a couple of them soon. Totally. But um, 
you know, or eclipsed by the the essentially essentially the the movement behind the movie and the way that it affected people as a community, which was really really positive and cool. Yeah. And that there were things about it that were so legitimately great that like you know nobody had to feel bad about it being successful. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so so my opinion on on Wonder Woman uh, usually strikes conversation I'll, I'll put it that way so because uh, what I mean by that is is you hate uh, women um, I, I love the movies and I hate women so much that I was they, confused by how much I enjoyed that movie they don't know how to read and they don't how is she doing I'm so glad to have two women and, and what's what's funny is it, as much of a joke as that is, that's kind of the reason I have a hard time mm-hmm. is because if I if I come to the table at all and I say, mm-hmm. eh, the movie was okay, the assumption is, well, you're sexist. And it's like, no, it just, it had some issues. This is the issue that I take with Wonder Woman, okay? Mm-hmm. The Shawshank Redemption, okay, is a movie that, has is, nothing to do with Wonder Woman. Has no, nothing to do with Wonder Woman, <laughs> except for it does. Give me a second. Uh, it's it's pretty regularly. Uh, if you grab like best films of all time lists, mm. it's in usually the top five. Totally right. It's so been on it's IMDb's amazing. number one top one hundred yeah. for like uh, ever. For yeah, like ever. it's in AFI's. Yeah. I think it's in the top five of AFI's top uh, one hundred. Uh, it's got a ninety-one percent from critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, mm. you want to take a stab at what Wonder Woman has? 96. 93%. So if we're sticking with this, which Rotten Tomatoes is a pretty widely accepted film criticism source, right? Wonder Woman is better than Shawshank Redemption, right? And mm-hmm. it's like there's also Inception and some very, very, very good movies that Wonder Woman it is in the league of. Now, there's two different conversations here, though. Hmm. The conversation of the quality of the film and the conversation of the impact of the film. Mm-hmm. The impact of the film, 93%. No question. Uh, in this era of superhero movies, Marvel has literally shown a, a, uh, a female character since mm, 2010... Uh, she's always in black, skin tight. They got Scarlett Johansson, and she's mm-hmm. always there, right? And she's been there forever, but she's never had her own movie. And then here comes DC, and they're like, you know what? We're going to do one better than Marvel. Not only are we going to make a, a, a superhero movie that stars a woman that's about a woman, but this is the first woman superhero ever, and we're going to make it great. That is a really big deal. The setting of culture and and life worked really well. This movie is just above average for mm-hmm. me as far as quality of film. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I th- and it has nothing to do with with how I view women at all. Yeah. Uh, but another another element to it is I remember watching the Justice League cartoon. I remember watching the Super Friends cartoon uh, which aired in the 70s uh, and I loved it. And Wonder Woman was there, and she was strong, and she was cool, and I would be Superman, and then I told my mom that she would be Wonder Woman, and we'd run around the house, and Wonder Woman was awesome! (laughs) All right? And so I know all of the backstory. I grew up with her, and so then they're presenting this new Wonder Woman to me, and then the bad guy who is Ares 
they just didn't get right. So I have all these like hmm. uh, nerd moments within the relationship of this movie, but it's like a really complicated kind of relationship. Uh, but I think it's just an okay movie as far as quality. Sure, hmm. and I I feel like that's a fair analysis, and I would agree that Shawshank Redemption is a better movie than Wonder Woman. My question is only because I'm not versed in superhero movies. Uh, the what DC movies generally get on these movie sites, um, percentage-wise. Very low score. Very low. Very low. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. makes me think a little bit, yeah. too, because if I don't know if they are judging the impact or the quality, right? Yeah. Um, so the way that Rotten Tomatoes works is it aggregates um, a bunch of tomato meter critics, which is... They pull critics from all the major publications like New York Times, Wall Street right. Journal, blah, 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 blah. And then like major blogs and major whatever. Anywhere where like there's a the, an influential film critic person, that person's review gets factored in as either a rotten or a fresh score, a uh, tomato score. Mm-hmm. And then all those rotten and fresh scores are averaged out into a percentage. And that percentage then is determined like on ro- the rotten tomatoes percentage is that average score. Um, one of the other things that you didn't talk about, because I'm not sure you even knew this, CJ, and if you did, uh, I don't know that it, uh, well, you were necessarily thinking about it, but or that it's even relevant. But uh, the <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes does uh, one of one of the complaints against Rotten Tomatoes is that they is that they essentially turn every review into a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah. Mm. And many many reviews, um, I think Wonder Woman is a fantastic example. Because I don't, I think that the majority of film critics probably didn't give Wonder Woman a 90 or above percent, hmm. right? They probably gave it more like a C, C plus, B maybe, right? Is that, and that's kind but of the that, average of superhero movies, would well, you say? Well, I, I would say it depends on the superhero movie. Okay. I mean, some superhero movies critics love and some they hate and some they feel just blah about. Um, and I think Wonder Woman was a movie that most people liked at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so all the averages got, so math, mm-hmm. right? Like right. if you if you take a whole uh, set of 100 reviews and you turn all of them into either positive or negative and you don't actually average out the, the, the percentages that they were. So because they all use different, it's like, you know, five stars or 10 out of 10 or a, a, great, a letter grade or whatever. So they kind of have to do this thing where they just convert it into a thumbs up or thumbs down. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, like rotten or fresh, then uh, it essentially it, it can it can it can depress or elevate a score unnaturally. So some movies get that get really really low scores aren't necessarily movies that everybody hated, mm-hmm. but everybody just didn't like a little bit, mm-hmm. and so it turns it into like, well, you got zero percent, or you know, that's that's yeah. kind of it, yeah. it's the reason Paddington <laughs> Two has one hundred one hundred percent because it's delightful because nobody and everyone should watch it because nobody <laughs> nobody doesn't like that movie at least a little bit yeah and so yeah. and so because everybody agrees that it's at least pretty good right it's gonna get a hundred percent whereas like uh you know a, a movie that gets a seventy there's gonna be some people that maybe really 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 love it and some people that really hate it and they just kind of you know yeah so. Anyway. I feel like this movie is interesting because I don't think anyone could say they hate it, kind of like you did, right? Like, yeah. everyone in thinking the industry has an obligation to make this movie a success so that it can open a door. Yeah. So I feel like 
the reason it was probably rated so high is because it's like we have to because if a female superhero movie doesn't do well then it's like proving the point that like yeah. female yeah. leads it doesn't blah 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 right and so I wonder if critics were easier on it because they wanted to see doors open and then the flip side of that I also wonder if the people who made the movie were like we don't have to make it that good because <laughs> this alone will sell and it will do well because it's over yeah. so we can make a subpar Never superhero movie yeah I would like to well. I would like to hope and I I think I think it's fair to say that I don't know about I, I can't speak for the writers but for for sure Patty Jenkins the director like right. isn't gonna want to turn course. in a mediocre movie no no, and no I think, I'm not saying she did I think <laughs> <laughs> and I think that the I think that the the you know uh, the, the the writing behind most superhero movies leaves something to be something to be desired and mm-hmm. most of the problems that I walk away from aren't necessarily usually directorial problems or even acting problems or even editing problems a lot of the time they're writing problems right. and. Um, and development is a perennial problem. I don't think that anyone made a conscious decision. I'm just, I'm just going to generously give the benefit of the doubt to yeah. DC and all the creatives and say, I don't think anyone intentionally thought, yeah, the movie doesn't have to be that good. Um, hopefully, because <laughs> what a missed opportunity. But I think uh, there, are, there are some problems, which we'll get into. Um, and, uh, and some of them, I actually think, were, were missed opportunities for um, that, that could have made it e- an even stronger artifact of what it is, which is this really powerful support of the idea of not just women in film, but women in general, and the mm-hmm. idea of uh, female empowerment. Um, there's like one note that just keeps like banging on the door, um, and I, I'm just gonna hold it for a second because I don't know if we're ready yet. So I, yeah, I do want to, <laughs> I do want to jump into uh, positive parts of the movie and ask you what your favorite. Oh yeah. Moment of the movie was. What a great question. Do you remember? Mm. Can you can you think of something? Um, I really like seeing the island of women um, that she came from because I thought it was like a really good depiction of like all the different kinds of women and um, there was like a a big variation. I've seen this movie a while ago, but from Mm -hmm. what I remember, I remember being like, "That's a lot of women on screen. Love. It's a lot of different women on screen, which Mm -hmm. I also love, and they're all battling and they're all fighting and like." they're all in their own role and owning it. And I love that because I think also the, the pitfall of like not having a ton of representation of women is that we only see like five versions of what a woman is. And I felt like mm-hmm. that island was a really good depiction of like the f- like a big sweep of the gender and mm-hmm. what that can look like, which was exciting yeah. to me. Yeah, no, I would definitely agree with that. Um, I think uh, what was cool to watch is just how... Mm, how much she cared, but also how little she gave a, f- a, a fart. A fart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I caught myself. I'm so proud of myself. Much wow. obliged. Much like obliged. She, yeah, sorry about that. Like she, there's something that's super powerful about caring a lot about your mission and your mm-hmm. goals and who you are and where you come from, but also not letting anyone get in the way of that and literally not giving a a, what is another saying? What do you say to kids? Frick? Crap. 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 Okay, yeah, not that it's kids listening, but, like, I'm trying to think what I would use in babysitting. Okay, um, yeah, so I would say just uh, definitely because of all the women on screen in that opening, I think it's right in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I remember, like, really feeling something then, so I would say, like, movie-wise, that was my favorite moment, but more thematically, yeah. it was um, – just how she was, how she behaved. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun, fun fact about the island: uh, when it was first created, they called it Paradise Island because mm-hmm. it was a bunch of dudes writing it. So, an island full of a bunch of beautiful women. Obviously, they're going to call Paradise Island. <laughs> but then I think they found a fault in that, and they changed changed it to Themyscira. 
There you go. That's what it's called in the movie. Right. Yeah. The Mascara R- Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting real creative here, guys. Yeah. The Mascara. What do women love? <laughs> mascara. mascara. They were going to call it blush, but that was too on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm there. Was I was in the room, yeah. <laughs> Good joke. Uh, also, I joke. can't be convinced now that that's not where it came We're, from. I know. That was so good. I was thinking of something. Uh, I I have a favorite moment that fits in the theme okay. of, of what you were talking about, uh-huh. uh, which I think is, I think the majority of people, it's their favorite moment. It's kind of the high point of the movie, which is No Man's Land, mm-hmm. uh, where she, uh, the, the scene is, she's in wor- World War One, and she, they're kind of going through... Uh, I don't even remember where they're going. I don't. I don't mean they're advancing. They're well. I know on the front but lines. But uh, but Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman <laughs> are moving. trying to get somewhere. I don't remember where that is. But if they go through this place to they, the other side. To CJ. the other side. How of many it. times have you heard this joke? <laughs> <laughs> Why, Why were Wonder cross? Woman and Steve Why Trevor crossing, crossing the, the No Man's Land? <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were. They were. Uh, they then come across this battlefield that uh, they call No Man's Land because they been there a year and they haven't gained an inch and if anybody goes outside of the barricades they will die because the germans are on the other side with machine guns and there's a speech i actually watched it right before coming in here just because Mm -hmm. i wanted to feel it you know yeah and uh and steve trevor kind of gives this speech of they call this no man's land it's impossible they call it no man's land because no man can get past they can't go through there it's impossible and she just refuses she doesn't give a fart, if you will. Uh, and she just, and she like, her hair's like up because she's trying she's to blend a lady. in. Yeah. Pulls the hair out, takes off the jacket, and it just, and what proceeds is just amazing action that really depicts this, like, and it's like, it's a little on the nose, but it's very comi- comic booky for a woman to go in no man's land yeah. and mm. like obviously no man there's a lord of the rings yeah i am no man i am no man no man can kill me yeah. i am no man and it's a woman and that kills him but it's like him no man's face. land yeah. awesomely <laughs> sorry yeah. just uh, got to say <laughs> reliving that moment over here for a second <laughs> <laughs> that's a good moment uh, but yeah and then wonder woman and she grabs her shield and she uses her lasso and she does she blocks bull- bullets with her bracelet all the wonder woman stuff and she just obliterates this no man land and 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 helps this city and it was it was amazing because it was all the things that i loved about wonder woman and all of the things that and i i i'm pretty sure it, a male director wouldn't have handled mm. that scene the way mm. that it was handled mm-hmm. i don't think that it would have been driven home near as much and i think patty jenkins props to you it was pretty dope mm. I think I would postulate that. Were you that, proud of that word for a second? It's like you pause so that, that yeah, word. Yeah, so that could we could all be like, wow, sink it. wow, postulate. Wow, that's a big word. Why you have that five dollar <laughs> word for free? What is he gonna say? Um, I, I, would, I would hypothesize. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Who went to college? Hey, oh. I did. I went to college. <laughs> Um, Boston University. Uh, and oh yeah, I'm wearing my yeah. Boston <laughs> where I got my MFA in screenwriting oh. and learned words like hypostulate. Oh wait. Uh, um, right. Anyway, Sorry. I would I would venture. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on, everyone knows what that means. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to notch it down for you guys. I would uh, think that that the whole movie was 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 built on that scene. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That's that is a that is a movie building scene. That is a that is a scene that somebody has in mind and then says, "Okay, what's the movie?" Mm. And uh, and I and I think that it, it is lovely for all of its symbolism. It's lovely for the way that it was executed. Um, it is pretty cheesy, but it's okay because it's it is the comic book. Yeah. It's like the yeah. sort of full realization of the comic book. It's not just it's it's a it's it's an embrace of the medium rather than kind of like a you know trying to ignore it or do something self self uh, self aware or. Yeah. Whatever. So it, it really is. A, I, I think that that scene is really fantastic. Um, my favorite scene is the very end when uh, that really intimate moment between her and Steve, Steve, Steve Trevor's. Trevor's. Mm-hmm. I almost said Steve Rogers. No, no, no S. Just Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor's is um, <laughs> where they where where he essentially says like it's the moment basically basically where she like her confidence in herself is restored in the way that it needs to be for her to be able to like go do the final thing and it's because he is saying i'm i'm don't worry about me anymore i'm gonna go do this thing and like gives her the space to do it like sacrifices himself so that she can like be the hero and um i really love that dynamic because i think that the most successful thing in the whole movie um in terms of like writing and character was their relationship Hmm. um and um and the way that he, uh, as a character, um, is a really good foil for her because he's not... They, they didn't make any easy choices with him. So um, Wonder Woman's not that challenging of a character to write because she just needs to be this embodiment of, like, these virtues that we want to see in her. Like, we, there's, a certain ex, there's certain expectations that are set pretty firmly by the comic books, as I understand, having yeah. not read them. And, um, and so really what you need to do is just, like, do that right, you know? Like... Make make her the way she's supposed to be. Done. Great. Okay, check. But then for if you're going to have a love interest, if you're going to have somebody who is male and white and straight and, like, not female and not the hero, what do you do with that character? And there's a lot of ways that they could have done his character badly that would have weakened the story to a degree that I think would have been kind of unacceptable. They could have made him a buffoon. There, there, there's kind of a... a, a a good example of what you're talking about being a bad example somewhat is Captain Marvel that kind of there there was some hate on Captain Marvel about like Captain Marvel hates men and they like overcompensated and I feel like with Wonder Woman they didn't do that yeah exactly mm-hmm. uh, like um, Steve Trevor was a was a, a really good guy like just a good guy and like um, which was important also for the story that really one of the smart choices they made just from a storytelling perspective is that if you if you want to feel the vicarious feelings that you need to feel in order to like really invest in the last act and in like what she's doing and in his sacrifice then you need to like him a lot because otherwise if he goes and sacrifices himself you're going to be like good riddance like get out of here so building his character the right way did a lot to help her be like the character she needed to be which was really lovely so i really love that last moment between them because i felt like it was really emotionally earned which there Mm. weren't a lot for me there weren't a lot of like really powerful emotional moments in that movie. So that was like, I mean, in terms of like, um, like just character stuff, like there were really amazing visuals. There were really amazing kind of like moments. Like the no man's land thing was just like, I mean, no one was not going to have a great experience in that scene, you know? Um, But just like for that, that sort of raw, like character driven narrative stuff, 
there weren't very many of those moments to hang on to. And that, that was, that was quite lovely. I thought. Right. And I think to have a layer of a love story in a female empowerment movie, if you hear that, you're like, Oh God, yeah, like yeah. both men and women are yes. like, we don't want that. Yeah. You know? And I to do remember, do it right. right. Watching yeah. it and being like, wait a minute, like, I kind of want them to be together, <laughs> you know, and being yeah. like, I'm a bad woman for wanting that. And no, it's like, like you said, it was earned, yeah. which I think is a really good way to put which it. Which is not only hard to do, but dangerous in a movie like this, yeah. because yeah. you don't want to detract from the thing the movie, the and most important thing the movie is trying to do. Right. So that a love story can either help that thing be even better, or it right. can totally, like, detract, distract from it. And then it's a love story. Exactly. Which I don't think anyone's you, calling it a love story. Exactly. Yeah, and nobody right. wanted to be, nobody nobody comes away thinking, oh, what a nice love story, because that's yeah. not what it felt like. Yeah. But it was there, which was really great. Yeah. Anyway. One of the one of the attributes of the of the creator, uh, alongside being uh, believing in and like truly being passionate about the power of women, is actually his uh, belief in the power of relationships. Hmm. Uh, he was so in love, and it was with multiple women. But it was he was he was very vocal about. Uh, somebody realizing their potential and their true power when they're in a, a mm. devoted relationship. Uh, and so Steve Trevor is a huge, huge part. I mean, he the the way it goes down in the comics is very, very similar to the way that it goes down in the, in, in the movie. They did mm. really well. Um, and I think that he is essential to her character, not only because of the, the relationship, but he is her introduction to man. And it's the fact that he is as good of a man as he is and that he kind of embodies all the things that dudes want to be, right? He's like a spy. He's Chris Pine. I mean, <laughs> Sexy as yeah. hell, which we I haven't mean, said. All you need to be <laughs> is Chris Pine. <laughs> I mean, I... I, I uh, it's, not, it's not a swear. Because <laughs> it said it in <laughs> holy place. I said it and I know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Can't pick no, but it was in the passion, right? Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. No, and I completely <laughs> yeah. agree. Yeah. Because it's Chris Pine. But yeah. also you know I was I mean? like holding back saying that because I'm like, we're talking about women here, Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't bring that point up. Uh, yeah. But, but yes. Don't think about his eyes. Don't think about his eyes. Yeah, desirable among many. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. and he is he's, uh, the the character's <laughs> introduction to uh, two men. So the because the whole movie is about like Wonder Woman is coming into this new world of men and it's chaotic and it's they want war for some reason and why can't there be peace and love? Uh, and then it's like, well, if you kill this one guy, then that peace and love comes. And she does, and then she discovers, and it's later in the Justice League movie, but that, that the peace and love didn't come. And now she has to wrestle with this question, and this is the origin of the comic books. She has to wrestle with the question, are they worth it? Uh, is it is it worth fighting for good when there's so much bad? And if her introduction to man wasn't a man as good as Steve Trevor, she wouldn't have she wouldn't have have the window the clean window into men as she does and why she thinks it's worth fighting for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. Like he's, he's a good, he's, he's the, the sort of the foundation of her faith in what uh, like men, men can be, could be yeah. if they would yeah. just, you know, stop being such jerks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just be more like Chris Pine guys. Just come on. Yeah. <laughs> Another fun fact. I'm full of these today. Um, the, the creator was uh, actually, he helped invent the blood pressure machine to oh. get your blood pressure, which then he helped, like, he took that technology and helped uh, with to invent the polygraph. 
Oh. Which, this is all one person? This is all one person. Wow. Which... What have you guys done? The, <laughs> z- literally zero things. I know, I'm like, literally no things at all. I feel worthless. <laughs> we have a podcast where we talk about other cool people. Oh, cool. <laughs> Can I come on? Yeah, yeah. That's all we do. That's all we do. Uh, which, the whole polygraph thing is really cool because... The lasso of the lasso truth. Of truth. Yeah. Wonder yeah. Woman has literally has this ability to pull the truth out of people, oh. uh, because that was that was his invention. It's mm. Pretty cool. Very cool. Isn't that cool? I had no idea. Yeah. There you go. Fun fact. Definitely like, geeking how out does your brain work? Like, <laughs> are you like pumping someone's blood and being like, "Hmm, Wonder Woman"? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's, what's the, the link? connection how there? Does it link all up? Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can that was I? A very fun I, fact. Thanks for. I feel like this is. I feel like based on. Especially since we're we're kind of we're we, we're diving a little deep into the the whole like gender thing, women, men, like what the movie is getting right. I want to talk about the one thing that I that I was really upset about that I really wanted to see that the movie failed me. Can okay. I? Can I? Because I feel like it's apropos. Please. Of what we're talking about. So, okay, Doctor Maru. Yeah. The that's it. That's, that's my, that's my <laughs> whole thing. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, played by, um, I want to say, Elena Anaya. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. No idea. Anyway. She was really interesting and weird as, like, a villain with, like, this weird face thing and the, like, obsession with poisons. And it was, it was like, really weird and creepy. Mm-hmm. And she was also the assistant to the, the dude who was, like, the head... Nazi, whatever, not Nazi, but like German. Yeah, bad guy. Bad guy creep dude. Um, who you think maybe is, you're supposed to, it's a bait and switch because you think, oh, he's going to be the, the Ares. Ares, god but, of war. Mm-hmm. But but no, he's uh, he's just a, he's just a creepy German dude. And uh, and the bait and switch is that, it, that, you know, spoiler alert, it turns out to be the other guy. Anyway, the point is, my point is, it should have been Dr. Maru. Dr. Maru should have been the god of war. Mm-hmm. 100%. You're making a movie about women, about female empowerment. Women, anybody, like, empowerment runs both ways. Like, if you can be the hero, you could also be the villain. Right. And I, I mm-hmm. contend that the movie would have been way more powerful if Dr. Maru would have been, like, sort of in disguise, Do- secretly. Dr. Maru as, so, like, Aerie, the male Aries posing as the female? or No, the just, actual- just Dr. Maru. The, the Aries is female, it turns out. Ugh, that, or something that punches like that. my nerd spirit. I, I know. Like, in the face. I know. I'm not, That's I'm, hard for me to I'm accept. leaving the details up to the nerds. <laughs> but the point is, from a narrative perspective, it would have been so much more powerful if Dr. Maru had been the big bad. Mm-hmm. Had been secretly the big bad. And, like, um, and just, and became more dynamic and more complex and more terrifying as the movie went on rather than less and less and less, which is what happened. Because when you first run into her, when you first meet her, you're like, ugh, yeah. she's really scary <laughs> like, yeah. and interesting. And I'm like, I'm intrigued. And mm-hmm. anytime she's on screen, I'm watching closely because she's scary and interesting. Right. And then as the movie progresses, she becomes less scary, less interesting, and then ultimately doesn't matter at all. And she fizzles out completely. And she's like almost forgotten by the story. And she's just gone. Yeah. And and replaced by a white dude. So it's frustrating because I know what the movie isn't trying to do is say, well, white guys are the devil because because we got we got uh, Chris Pine. And so, <laughs> um, but it's it's also not like the whole thing isn't just about um, women having to interact with men because yet again, if her primary nemesis is a guy, 
then once again, women are being sort of relegated to being defined by men mm -hmm. on some level. You know, if you're defined by what you're fighting as much as you're defined by what you're fighting for or what you're allied to, then like it all kind of comes back to men again. You know, it's like she's fighting for men. She's fighting with a man. You know, mm -hmm. it's like so does this movie even pass the Bechdel test? I don't know. You know, like, so I'm just, this is, this is, this was like my biggest gripe with the movie because halfway through I was like, oh man, I bet it's Dr. Maru. And I was really excited. Yeah. I was like, she's so interesting, but no, she just like gets tossed aside by the story. And then, and then what we get is like a really conventional villain, like a really just desperately boring villain. Yeah. And, and uh, once again, the, the, a, a battle of beams of light. And then the movie's over. My anyway. devil's advocate is, do you think it's too many women if also the bad character is a woman on our first female superhero? I just, there, there I don't were, think so. Uh, they're, they're just one. Uh, do you know what <laughs> I mean? I, I, I don't. I don't. But, like, do but you think society's ready for two? I think absolutely they would have been ready. first time for one. You I know what I mean? absolutely they would have been ready. Well, as, as you're talking, I'm thinking through Wonder Woman's rogues gallery. All the bad guys. Uh, Ares is really one of the only male ones I can think of. <laughs> They're all they're all women. <laughs> That's and so cool. Do you think cool. it's more powerful for her to defeat a man in the end or a woman? I I think that any I think That's that any like that is a fantastic question, yeah. and I think that any movie about superheroes, um, the central conflict needs to be about ideology. Hmm. Um, and if and so I I am more interested in a story where. You are not. You are no longer talking about two different identities fighting each other, but rather two people who who have the same identity at core, but as, but have embraced competing ideologies. So, for her to defeat a man, sure, okay, but that's boring. We've been there. Like we understand that. Like yes, women are strong. They can beat men. Great. But like, what is the ideology we're fighting for? Mm -hmm. And um, and I think that where it's strong, Wonder Woman is is trying to suggest a, like a, a challenging ideology, you know, to believe in peace or whatever, right? Like this this thing that we're that we're trying that we the reason we respect Wonder Woman is because of what she believes and what she's willing to fight for, and so for her, so what she needs to defeat then is less. It's less about the person she defeats and more about the ideology that she's defeating in that person. So in that way, I think it would have been more powerful to see a competing ideology by another woman. Because mm -hmm. then it's not like, you know? Yeah. It's not like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm defeating you because you're a dude. It's like, no, I'm defeating you because you, your ideas are bad. Mm -hmm. yeah. And which is, what, which is what's, I think, you know, because superhero movies are like, there are these cosmically large, you know, like uh, hyper-realities, right? They're not... Yeah. They're not Re they're not supposed to be realistic. They're supposed to be um, giant sort of metaphors writ large, you know, about our culture and our beliefs and so forth. And so um, any, you know, any opportunity they can do where the, the I'm just repeating myself now, the central conflict should be about about theme, about ideas mm. and which one should I think something win. that really interests me a lot is um, a reflection of society, like media as a reflection of society or if it's the reverse. And I so... I wonder, and maybe like no one in, in that movie is making this decision intentionally, but I'm like, where is society when this movie is coming out? Society is in a F the patriarchy. Society is in yeah. a, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's where we are. And it's like, so I think maybe they're like, we have to make it a man. She has to defeat a man. She has to defeat the big strong guy because every, a lot of women are feeling that right now. And then the other part of me is like, I don't really want to see two women fight right now. I kind of want us, we're like in a band together zone. And so I'm like, two women fighting, ugh, I don't know, you know? 
So I'm like, yeah. I want to see her defeat the guy. But then you're right. It's then that would have been such an interesting character choice for her to be the bad guy and so cool for the ending big scene to be two women. I think you're totally mm-hmm. right. So I'm just like flowing go, go in both lanes. Well, I mean, you yeah, make a like, great point the, in terms of like in terms of like zeitgeist or what like what the 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 atmosphere of the culture is at the time like right. you were absolutely right like i think 100% that conversation happened 100 times yeah. where they were like and they pro- the, you say one of the only male uh, antagonists in the comic yeah. books is Ares yeah. mm. that's probably why they it's, picked him because yeah, they were like he's we he's have not to even, yeah yeah he's not even, he he's the only one that like fits into the greek mythology of it all yeah. cuz because uh, Wonder Woman originally, one of her her origin was really cool because she was made out of clay and then brought and then just brought to life. Which weren't we uh, all? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. What are you what, what are you talking about? Which, how, how else are people made, yeah. CJ? Two people love each other. There's a, but it's it's a really cool it's a really cool idea because there's it's it's really one of the it's a it's a unique way to detach. She owes nothing to any man. Right. Right. Yeah. There's no there's no attachment whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, there they took this origin of like Greek mythology and everything. And Ares is the only. I mean, there's other villains, but I just don't want nerds to get on here and just like type frantically type them, about, about them, how wrong I am. Let them type. So I understand where I'm at. Let them type. Yeah, yeah it's I'll type back. Yeah, that's um, right. I lost my train of thought now. I know that there's other uh, there's other villains, but like if you if you take if you take Wonder Woman's like top five, four, four of them are female, and Ares is like number five. Uh, but he's the only one that kind of ties into Greek mythology, and they went. They kind of went that route, right, yeah. ma- making sure that it's grounded in that so that you understand her origin. Sure, um, sure. Also, the number one villain villain is a woman that's also a cheetah, which is hard to pull off. Whatever. That sounds action. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Are uh, we all cheetahs? Yeah. Who knows, who knows the reason they made the decisions they did, but I think that you're right. I think the conversation about – who is the villain had to have been a, a pretty significant one. I'd be really I, yeah. surprised yeah. if yeah. I'd be really surprised if that conversation didn't happen many times. I know, and I have to say, I think Ares is probably the safest choice. And yeah. if I'm a producer, being like, yeah. I want to make this woman, uh, I want to make this female superhero movie, and we need it to be a win. Like yeah. we need it to be a success. No, you're absolutely we right. We can't do any curveballs. If there's yeah, one I thing think... we know about studios is that the the their number one defining quality is risk aversion. Yeah, we need Chris Pine. Yeah, we need Chris Pine. Right, we need Gal Gadot, and we need there to be no other. Yep. You know, yep. yeah, you're right. Totally. You're absolutely right. So, so I'm curious, what do you, what do you two hope like happens? Because there's there's a Wonder Woman two. Mm-hmm. It's called Wonder Woman 1987. Comes out June 5th, 2020. Ow. Very hey, what do you hope? Like, what in the character do you hope to see? That you hope is different. I hope she in falls in love and has kids. Yeah, and, and like quits her job. <laughs> um, just and learns how to cook because clearly she doesn't. And like learns respect for her like elders. Stops <laughs> wearing those outfits. Like what is that? And just like so wears, revealing. Like pants. Pants. I'm no a cloak, like a long skirt, <laughs> tights, preferably all the time. All the time wearing. No, sorry, <laughs> took it too far. Uh, I could do that for 20 more minutes. No, I know. That's so <laughs> what, what a good bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? No. What do we hope what, to see? What, what, yeah, what do, okay. you, what do you hope in the, to see in the second one? So I have, okay, so is there a, uh, like, in your comic book world, or is this going to be just a fabrication of a of the comic book, or, like, is there more to her story uh, yeah, that's so she, written? Yeah, she so was, she was created in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe she was created in 40, 1942 or 43. So anyway, what I'm saying is, for the last 
however long, 80, 80 years, years she's been written they, they've been written. Okay. So there's a whole lot you could pull from. Yeah. Okay, great. So Because I was like, don't take my word for this. I hope someone else has some <laughs> idea. Um, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Do you have I have a thoughts? really out of left field thought. Okay, go for it. Like, what if she were just single? <laughs> <laughs> like, what if there's what? no love interest? What if she's just, like, literally fine? Well, I would be supportive of that because who are you going to get to beat Chris Pine? Right. <laughs> this is true. And if he's not around anymore, there's not anybody else. Anybody else, she's just settling. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, it would be really cool to see, because um, we see so often, like, a, a male character and a male sidekick. It would be great to see two Ooh, females together, cool. kind yeah. of bonding together, see her with someone else. It's yes. kind of like Xena, Warrior Princess. Yeah. Her name's Donna Troy, oh, a.k.a. She is? Wonder Girl. Okay. Yeah. Here yeah. for it. Great. Here for it. So, um, I'm so glad we have you here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so, a, yeah. He's see, a quick draw over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> see them together? Um... Yeah, I would, like, love... I know superhero movies tend to have a, a strong romantic storyline. So I know that that's sort of, like, a trope that's probably going to keep following them along. Um, and that's fine. So, and great. So let me throw this in there, because... Am I wrong? Uh, for, I, no, no, no. I hope oh, no, no, no. There, You're too. generally right. There's some exceptions. Uh, but uh, in there, there's a whole comic series, a whole stint in 80s to 90s that uh, she was bisexual. I love that. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. Do it. Here for that. Yeah. Okay. Let's get that Definitely. in there. How let's, about her and Wonder Girl? Let's yeah, let's just... <laughs> They're sisters, no. but it's well, fine. Never mind. Sorry. Incest. <laughs> let's throw incest in there. <laughs> let's see what happens. Let's get free love around. A yeah. bottle of wine. I mean, let's just put a camera in there <laughs> and see what goes down. That's what we would like. Yeah. That's the kind of content. Um, we like were describing a very different genre of movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. I mean, I love the idea of a female lead being a really progressive person and yeah. not, d- not like you were saying earlier, like we have to make her what she is. I don't know. And you're totally right. The way you put it, I was like, it makes sense. But I was also sort of bothered. Like, why is there one way to make her, right? Yeah. But I guess there is if it's going to be a huge blockbuster movie. But it would be really cool if a layer of the storyline, if you are going to do a love story, is to make a a character that people that are not represented, especially in these mm-hmm. huge blockbuster movies, be represented and not to be the drawing storyline. Like we were saying, you know, did not have that be the the whole point the, of the whole movie. point of the movie, yeah. right? Yeah. And don't even draw it. You know, like it doesn't even have to be that big of a deal. But to see that would be very cool. I also think um, one of the questions you asked off camera, off podcast, was about like her sex appeal, and I wonder like to play with that a little bit because I'm not sure how I feel about how sexy. Gal Gadot is, mm-hmm. and she's sort of like. Made I feel great to about be. it. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, was I mean, I do that. too. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, like if. Yeah. But like, if she's a little bit less sexy, maybe, and what that would look like, because a part of me is like, again, coming from producer mindset, she had to be hot to sell this movie, totally. right? It's yeah. made by men for men. She has to be hot. No, no questions asked. Right. But, like, what if you know? I don't know. And part of me wants her to be hot because it's empowering, and she's standing, she's owning it. And if that's her choice, and like, go for it. But I also wonder if like we play with that a little bit too. If maybe she's not so. Sexualized. What she's if she's bonbons just bonbons in her bedroom? Yeah, drinking wine. She's just like a <laughs> made of clay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> made of clay. <laughs> it turns out behind closed doors, she's still clay, <laughs> and not like and not like well sculpted clay, no, like just, just sort of lumpy, kind of like let's do that. Stacked of clay. <laughs> Call me DC. Call me. <laughs> Got a million of them. No, I know what you mean. You I know, thought like, about just a that woman too. who's focused on her mission and like not worried about her love story, not worried about her daughter, like not. I don't know. Just like 
a woman focus on her thing and yeah. not worried about like the tropes that so often pull women into the role of a woman. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's it's this is uh, a half idea. The, the, yeah. the whole, Don't call yeah. me yet, DC. I still can't <laughs> think. You can call me like a meeting. <laughs> I can write some. Ch- <laughs> like a general, like a general, like a gen- just general. Like a general. I'll just yeah. talk. Like, I'll talk. Fine. Make some yeah. jokes. Um, see if you can talk fit about me in wine. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, CJ, go ahead. You go. More, more. Um, Back to the podcast. I got I got distracted by Sorry, the, the clay thing. Uh, there's a whole yeah. There's I'm, a history of Clay in Wonder Woman. Uh, no. Tell us. He <laughs> no. hit it on the There's a DC head. character called Clayface, but oh, wow. that's, oh that's, no, that's a deep that. cut for all them real nerds <laughs> listening. Uh, so be, none of us in this room. Yeah. Uh, but what I was going to say is, the yeah, the whole, the idea, <laughs> the idea of, uh, of, because like Wonder Woman has, and, and I'm working, I'm literally working with comics. Yeah. Oh, all yeah. day, every day. Yeah. Um, and she probably... 70, 80% of the time, uh, the clothes or the, the the armor that she wears has the outline of every crevice in her body, right? Like she's wearing like 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 an actual like metal kind of corset thing, but somehow you can see her belly button. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's nearly always sexualized in, in an extreme way. And so it's it's the, the character of Wonder Woman is fascinating because it's this guy that – had two wives that combined them into kind of this fantasy woman Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and like painted it in the made her powerful kind of way. And I don't know him personally. He sounds like he really believed in, in is this blood pressure guy? This is blood pressure okay. guy. Yeah, it's, it's blood pressure guy. It's the best nickname ever. <laughs> and so it's like it sounds you like it's cardiac coming. problems. <laughs> no, I'm blood Wonder pressure Wonder man. <laughs> it's my superpower. You need medication. Call me DC. Call me DC. Uh, I was gonna say yeah. everything's been thought of, but I think he I think he stumbled on a new one. Well done. Uh, yeah, but then but then the character you know has the origin that, that it does, but then is very very much you know comics are sold to mostly men and mm-hmm. the video games are mostly men and the I mean it's all it's all very sexualized. So it's like uh, is is she actually a good representation? Of like what women want to be, mm-hmm. I have no idea because I'm not a woman. But like it, all, the question always comes up. Yeah, I really dance this line back yeah. and forth because part of me loves how sexy she is and how she owns it and how strong she is and how she can do it all. Like I love that about her. And you then should, the other, you should you should see the snaps and the I head snapping like your neck. And I, back have, and right. forth. I have confidence that our audience can they, hear. They, they <laughs> snapping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, I love that about her, and I want her to own that. And I'm not, like, trying to put her down by being, like, be less sexy. Like, I love that aspect of her. Um, but I also, like, you know, would love the other side of it, too. Because, I don't know, I guess it's the question of, like, is she sexy for men or is she sexy for women? Mm-hmm. And that if she's sexy because she feels sexy and she loves these outfits and they help her be a warrior and la, la, la. Like, then, like, yeah, go for it. Get right. it. If you're sexy to appeal to the man's eye then I'm not, and then I'm mad about it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like the male gaze. If that's what we're doing this for, then I don't like it. And I think in this instance, it probably was that. But can it, Well, can it, I, I almost feel like it's, in, it's inevitably both. Because yeah. especially in the case of this movie, okay, A, you don't get to have main characters in blockbusters not be sexy, men or women. True. You just don't get to do that. Unless, unless you're like it's a fine. villain, and even then it's usually, you know, usually 
Yeah, you, you got to be sexy. Still, yeah, right. Um, and so that's that's one point. And then the other point, one of the other points is that the is that uh, this movie was uh, by all by all accounts, Gal Gadot is a very confident, strong woman mm-hmm. who has probably strong opinions about herself and about mm-hmm. how she wants to be represented. It was directed by a woman who hopefully has those has similar thoughts and feelings and and is supportive of the of the very things you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, written by men, which is unfortunate and kind of stupid, but whatever. Um, and event and originally Wonder Woman created by a man. I guess what I'm getting at here is I feel like um, inevitably in the first movie at least the Wonder Woman that exists already as a movie, it's both things hmm. for sure, like top to bottom, it's both things. Um, in the future, can it ever just be the other thing? Can it ever just be female empowerment? Mm. Or is it always going to be both things? Because it it certainly could be just one thing. We've seen that ad infinitum. We've mm-hmm. seen it, like, constantly where it's basically just male gazy. It's just about, like, uh, sexual appeal to the male audience. Um, that's okay. happened over and over and over again. So we know that's possible. But is it possible to just do the other thing? And I'm not sure. In in like movies, in blockbusters, in pop yeah. culture, I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's possible. As long as some significant percentage, probably over half of your audience, is male. Well, I think it comes down to representation, right? It's yeah. like if she's not the only one carrying this burden, then yeah, I think it is possible. It then totally if we have is possible. Ten female superheroes and like one can be the super sexy one, one can be this one. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. We well, I guess what one, I mean is like a heavy your, your question carry. about like. If you're sexy for yourself or sexy for men. Right. Um, and I don't know if you can just, if you can only have sexy for yourself if you're talking about a pop culture artifact. Yeah, especially you know superhero. I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Especially that, like Wonder Woman specifically. Yeah. Because Captain Marvel, I think, is is trying to get, yeah, trying to go probably there. Probably hewed a little closer because it was just yeah. like. But Wonder Woman, very, yeah. yeah, Wonder Woman is, is I mean, that. She is like from origin, kind of male gazy. Yeah, and it's, and it's really difficult yeah. to to try and get something to be a success and take away the origin. Yeah, especially with comic nerds suck most of the time. Well, that's the, right. The nerd. Yeah. I mean, no, they don't suck, but like that is part of yeah. Like being that is a that is a the, somewhat yeah, sucky aspect. Story, yeah. right? Is, which is that's like a sucky aspect. But I do think they set themselves up to succeed. This instance, at least, with a female yeah. director, with like yeah. trying to take away the male gaze in every way that they could yeah. potentially. Yeah. And I also don't envy them in making these decisions. I think this was a zeitgeist, and I think there's probably a heavy burden on the director's shoulders, a heavier burden for on sure. Gal Gadot. For sure. And like what they're saying, and what this means, and what this means for women, and what this means for young girls. Like that's mm-hmm. a lot of weight they're carrying into this movie and with all that i want to say i think they did a fantastic job oh, totally and no no argument yeah, yeah. i just think yeah, there's absolutely. definitely other aspects that we could we we could go right, yeah. right i would love to i would love to be and i'm sure you feel the same way i would love to be surprised by something in the future in, really. yeah like yeah. i'm positively surprised not like yeah oh shoot yeah <laughs> like but like you know something like oh i like I fully expect, as a dude, I don't know what that looks like. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know what something better looks like. Um, mm. Like, something really, truly, like, more enlightened and, like, more more empowering and more fulfilling or whatever for women. Like, I don't know what that looks like. And I, I, I would love to, like, go to the theater one day and see a movie and be like, Wow, I wasn't oh, that, expecting that. Yeah, that that's amazing. Awesome. I could yeah. never have done that because yeah. right. yeah. I, I, I'm not from that place, you know? Yeah. There's uh, have, there's been one poster released for Wonder Woman two. Have any of you seen it? No, very, very, very I didn't know it existed. Oh yeah, there's one, uh, and it's really really cool because uh, Wonder Woman looks 
absolutely beautiful, uh, covered head to toe in this like really hardcore looking armor. Oh. Uh, and she's just standing there. Her hair is all did, and she just like <laughs> has the face of a warrior. And it's just, and it's really cool. But it's not. It is. It is very much. This is the powerful Wonder Woman, Great. not the male gaze. So I'm, Love I'm that. hopeful. Um, Love it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Patty Jenkins. Uh, reportedly tried to move up the release date because she's so confident in it. Oh, awesome. Uh, oh, so I love cool. that. That's cool. Uh, yes. So she's we'll directing see. it again. Yeah, she's doing it That's good. Yep. That's good. Yep. I, I, like, I like her as a director. Yeah. I think that movie, I think for, for any faults that I, for any faults I find in that movie, I think it was directed very well. Mm. Um, yeah. I really, really liked, I really dug the direction she, she took. I think that's it. Any final thoughts on yeah. Wonder Woman? I think, I think no, we did that good. was great. Rounded yeah. that out. Wow. Yeah. Do you guys feel like you've said everything that you need to say forever about women? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Thank do. you for the microphone. You're at the right. time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel confident. Uh, that's great. That's yeah. great news. We were hoping. Thanks Mission for the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Was, you're, you're, you're welcome. I know it does sort of feel like that sometimes, though. I'm like, did I make? Okay, I have this. Right. I have this platform. Um, like no. the question as a woman, I'm already yeah. like, oh god. I know. I know. No pressure. Here I go. But, uh, speaking for all women everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But no, that was a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Well, Thank I, uh, I, ironically, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't realize that our what our next conversation is going to be about. Our next episode. Oh. Do you know what our next episode's on? Ho- Hobbs and Shaw. After our very Wonder Woman, very representation is good oh, conversation, yeah. we're going to talk about what might be the most dude bro movie to come out this year. The most dude bro franchise. Yeah. yeah. Which Can I just movie ask history? you guys do one thing? Can you overtly sexualize every man that you talk about from the movie? We're talking about The Rock and <laughs> yeah, Jason Yeah, that's what Stan. I mean. Go in. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Great. Male Thank and you. female gaze. Good. Yeah. Count Good. the nipples, Thank you see. You. Just yeah. for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's going to be me. really tough. Have you seen the previews? <laughs> One, two, three. There's like a whole Polynesian <laughs> scene yeah, that's true. That's where true. they're all fighting with their shirts off. I think yeah. that's an impossible task. Anyway. Nothing's impossible if you set your mind to it. <laughs> that is my word for women. <laughs> Count them nipples. Yeah. All right. Um, we've got our work cut out for us. Uh, <laughs> okay, so are we are we concluding? Is that what's happening? Yeah, yeah, we're concluding. Okay, we're concluding. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank today. you, Jordan. Thank you, CJ. Where where can people find you? Um, <laughs> Mallory turns to me. Um, so I always end up spelling it, and everyone gets confused. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram at Adulting Web Series, um, and then our season two is releasing August 9th. And you can find it on adultingwebseries.com. Nice. Nailed it. Yeah, that was great. Have you said that Thank a time you. or two? Just a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see, I don't see where yeah. that's written down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we will definitely uh, link to your website. Uh, great. Thank because you. people listening, uh, you have already a full season one that you can watch right now. Totally. Yeah. On yeah. Amazon Prime, um, actually. Really? Yeah. Look at you. It's our yeah. first announcement, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure it's on there. By the time this airs, it will be on there. Yeah. It'll be on there. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And I, uh, I have to say that it is delightful mm-hmm. like if you it's like if you like the the new girl or the like the broke girls feel uh you'll definitely enjoy this show well, i love new girl and uh, i hate yeah. two broke girls <laughs> so i have no idea i'm in the same house <laughs> i worked on it so good, we're good, good. Okay, you'll okay. like it okay that's, that's that's encouraging yeah it yeah. is it is quite funny and uh the two leads are 
incredible. They're I just us. gotta say. Uh, high five. <laughs> and they're like so just like hot. Like they're just what's like the word? really hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you just want to watch them on screen. Just yeah. They're just hot all the time. Yeah. Can confirm. And sitting across. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank yes. you. Bali and he spikes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I, I I feel like this is this is the kind of episode that really does make me want to have guests on our yeah. show. Because, Aww. but it, also at the same time, I feel like inevitably we're winding up for disappointment when we have guests on that aren't as cool as you. Yeah. So, oh my god, that's so nice. Um, thank you. So we'll and you're be, right. No. We'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to manage our expectations and. Anyway. No, thank you. That's so nice. Thank you for having us. This podcast is awesome. And if you're listening right now, you should screenshot it and put it on your Instagram story and there tell you. all your friends about it because it's a really good podcast. Run by two really good we, guys. I never would have yeah. thought of that. Yeah. That's great. Spread the word. Yeah, yeah. yeah do that. Uh, you, can, cool. you can find us on Facebook you and can. on Instagram we are. and on just Google. Like Google oh, knows who we are. Also, uh, I think I think we uh, we'll we talk. We have talked about it before, but there's officially a shop. Oh, yeah. there's merchandise. There's cool. merchandise. There's nerd critic merchandise. I know Love some merch. people who are going to be really excited. Yeah, yeah. I, there awesome. are Some of you listeners have been asking me for a long yeah. time yeah. about when you can buy a nerd critic shirt, and I guess the answer is now. Now, now. now you can. That's uh, so exciting. You can wow. buy a nerd critic shirt. Real, realcontender.com slash shop, or just realcontender.com, and then there's the shop. You can buy the shop, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, there's also it's more than just shirts. There's some cool stuff there. I worked really hard on it, guys. So please like it. <laughs> Do it. Uh, oh my so, gosh. Yeah. Congrats. I So great. I am now going to be broke. <laughs> one one broke all boy. Your, all your own nerd critic stuff. Yeah, all my own nerd critic stuff. Just gonna wallpaper my uh, my apartment with yeah. nerd critic merchandise. Oh, and then one last thing before we leave. Uh, for being on our podcast, I have a gift for you. Oh, uh, and don't get too excited. This is a gift um, enough. <laughs> no, because I I want to. There was obviously a moment in this episode where it was like, hey, let's talk about comics, and then crickets, and then I. So I decided to. Uh, you both uh, the <gasps> origin. Oh my uh, god! It's a comic book. It's called Wonder Woman Year One. Ah! It is the origin of Wonder Woman. <laughs> CJ, this is so that's cool. amazing. That is so cool. <laughs> that's so, thank you, thank so, you for so amazing. joining us. Oh my us. gosh! Thank you. You can you can represent your nerd. Yes. Uh, after you read it, and uh, yeah. So oh, thank this you is for so being special. I love it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I had no us. idea that was so coming. Fun. I feel like I'm almost as delighted <laughs> as they are. <laughs> Like, this so is so weird. great. What a cool thing. I feel like we're so cool now. <laughs> this is so great. Thank All right, you. So we'll read this and then we'll come yeah, back we'll and we'll come talk back again. And then I'll give you a full, I do want to give you a Wonder Woman 2 better plot. <laughs> You'll join us for our Wonder Woman 2 conversation. Oh my God, okay, great. Excellent. Actually, yeah. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Right. I, think we're, I think we're definitely going to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It's already so, in the books. So yeah, June. So plan on it. Yep. Oh, sure. Yeah. Come back in June. Less than a year away, guys. Mm-hmm. Less yeah. than a year. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyway. Um, all right. So, after all that. Oh, one, oh one other thing is that. <laughs> one other thing is that. Uh, nerd critic, parenthesis, uh. to the end parenthesis, Max. You, they weren't here for that. They I don't know what is. we're saying. Doesn't yeah. matter. I know what this is. I listened. Only on Himalaya. Go check it out. Uh, there's going to be lots of cool stuff. Yeah. 
uh, early episodes, so you can listen to everything two days early, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be posting bonus content called Nerd Critic Nonsense mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. And once a month, there's going to be a live episode uh, where you can talk to us in real time yeah. as though you were on the show, just like these two cool people that we had on the show today. And uh, yeah, so there's lots of fun stuff that you could be yeah. you could be party to. On Himalaya. On Himalaya. So you have to Trust go, course. you have to go, you know, yeah. do yeah. it on Himalaya. Uh, and then thank you, Michael Bond Miller, for the wonderful music. Thank you, Michael Bond Miller, for the wonderful music. And thank you, everyone. Michael Bond Miller, for the wonderful yes. music. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cult chant. Um, and please, everyone, remember to collect movies like a nerd and rewatch them like a critic. And cut. <laughs> <laughs>